the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. I appreciate you having us in and joining us this morning, as always, on Auto Talk Radio. i got to turn my mic up a little bit. I can't hear. So, one of those things. All right, that's better now. I can hear myself. I want to make sure you can all hear me out there, too. Can you hear yourself? Yes. Oh, I can hear you, too. Bummer. Where's the mute button? (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. You're hard to believe it is July 2nd. I mean, where where time go? We're officially halfway through the year, right? Uh, I guess I don't know. I don't really keep track of it anymore. <laughs> My gosh! I don't. Whatever. Well, it, it, you know you what? You know what day it is today? It's Saturday. Yes. So you must keep track of it because you knew to show up here. Yeah, but I only keep track of it the first one. I got to write a check to the mortgage company. Other than that, oh, like, that's an important thing to do. <laughs> I don't really. I try not to let the little things bother me about how fast time's going. Yeah, you miss that, and they'll let you know for sure. Oh yeah, <clears throat> they're happy to let you know. There's no question about it, as far as that goes. Right up to the point there, sir. You need to go find another place to live. <laughs> yeah, they show up with the marshals and, and some moving equipment to get your stuff out. Oh yes. Uh. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't want that happening, do we, Brendan? Nope, absolutely not. Hey, did I tell you how much I appreciate you being our producer? No, but I like uh, I like hearing about it. So why don't you? Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's amazing, folks. When you call in, you get to talk to him initially. He puts you on the board, and uh, then we get to chat with you. What are we talking about today, uh, automotive wise? Do you remember, Kevin? Yeah. What? Car noises not to ignore. Is that it? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. You know why are you laughing? Huh? Because I tried to <laughs> I tried to open the actual thing, and it won't open on my phone right now. So I can't. Yeah. I keep sending you these things, and you never print them out. You just leave them on your phone, huh? Well, I try, but then I don't know no how you open. see it on your phone. Then you got to expand it so you can read it. I just got to briefly read through it real quick. <laughs> just got to briefly. That way, I know where I'm going here. He he doesn't prepare well for the show, does he, Brendan? Uh, well, he if when he doesn't, though, you always lead him in the right direction. And... <laughs> Brendan always can put a nice spin on but everything. I, I, it's huh? not like I really have to study for the answers. Exactly. On this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I tell you what's the number one most important thing about your transmission, you'll answer it right on the spot and be like, "Oh, well, it's this." And exactly. So on and so forth. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, but he only needs to know what we're talking about. <laughs> no, that's why I'm like, Otherwise, what are we, we talking about? Talk about anything automotive related. What, what, what's your favorite car movie right now, Kevin? On the spot, what's your favorite car movie? I, 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 there's oh, so no. many car movies out there. I know no, you got to choose one. You got to choose one. Okay, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. I can't remember. What's the one with uh, even Suzanne Summers was in it? Uh, uh, I don't know. That was like her first movie that she was ever in. She was driving the old sixty sixty some T Bird. Uh, John or uh, with John Travolta? No, no. You mean Greece? That, oh God, I can't think of the that name. That would be Olivia Newton John. Oh God, yeah, I can't think of the name. I, see, my personal favorite. It's, it's uh, a movie all about cruising. It came out about the same time Hollywood Nights did too. My, my favorite one's Ford versus Ferrari. That, so. that is I actually my favorite one. It is too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. See, yeah, just because I really like it, it, it's a lot about history and the truth. I mean, it's it's about <gasps> yeah. it's American mo- Graffiti. Now, oh, oh, there you go, American yeah. Graffiti. That's a good one. Too. That, that was the one I was thinking yeah. of. <laughs> uh, Dave Stahl gets sort of upset with a couple of things about Ford versus Ferrari. He's like very nitpicky about the history. Well, of the Dave's whole thing. really old, and he was around for most of that. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I still find it very entertaining, and for at least I would say ninety five percent of it being true, uh-huh. it's still a very interesting watch. It's a very interesting movie, and and it tells a good story about what what why Ford went 
to Le Mans and, and did all that. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and terrific acting on top of that, too. Yep. Yep. Yes. And they uh, built a super, super car to go go smash uh, 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 Ferrari is what uh, they wanted to do. That's the only reason we went to Le Mans was to beat Ferrari, to, to put a spanking on him. So they did, too. Well, no, no, cool they track. did. No, they, they did. did. And just... Ferrari was not very happy when they did it. Not at all. Yeah. No. That was their uh, Ferrari uh, kind of ruled Le Mans for a long period of time. Yeah, Mercedes gets bent down, too, and Cadillac beats them these days. So <laughs> they, they, they take that stuff very personal over there. <laughs> I, well, yeah, nobody likes to lose, right? Right? I mean, I don't know. No, yeah. nobody likes to lose, but some people take it to a, a whole new... <laughs> Especially when it comes to car racing. Yeah, yes. Serious stuff. So, uh, um, pretty pretty cool stuff, though, uh, um, when it comes to all kinds of different car racing, things like that. But yes, I, I think that's probably the best m- movie when it comes to cars that, that I like, as far as that goes. So, it's just one of those things. It was a great movie. Told a great story and, and, and had a lot of uh, uh, truth in there about uh, what it was all about. So, it's good good to see. So if you get a chance, you haven't seen it, Ford versus Ferrari. It's a great show. Um, we're talking about all things automotive today and whatever, but really what we're talking about, uh, the show is about uh, five car noises not to ignore. I'm sure we can find some more. What car noise do you think is the worst? Uh, I, I don't know if there's really a worse noise. I, I'm thinking they're all bad, though. I mean, thinking they're all bad. Well, I mean, depending, especially uh, you hear a noise going down the road. I mean, you know, it could be. The tire could fly off. I mean, what, what, what kind of noise are we talking oh, here? Mercy, that's <laughs> never good. You'll end up in the ditch if your tire flies off. Well, it could, you could hurt well, yourself or uh, other actually, people. I've or seen just... cars drive on three wheels a few times. Yeah, but it that, doesn't uh, work out good, especially when you come to a stop. Then it goes kink, no, kink. Yeah, usually you lose a wheel though. That drops to the ground and you start throwing sparks and everything else. So here in here in Southern California, you could be a fire hazard besides being a danger of losing a wheel because now you start throwing sparks. Now, not only do you crash the car, but we get a roadside fire going also because of sparks. I mean, it could be some terrible yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't like that. So anyway, today we are talking about uh, um, different noises from your vehicles and, and things be. Uh, and, and there's quite a few of them we can talk about. So we're going to do that in, in reasons why you talk about reasons why you should have your car checked out. If it is making a noise, something not normal, et cetera. Now, I mean, there are some noises cars make that are just normal, right? Like the sound of the motor running, uh, if it's a, <laughs> you know, or, or sometimes you get little squeaks from braking and stuff. But if you do, it's good to have them checked out. That way you can verify if it's something to be concerned about or not. Right. Yes. So chirping or squealing sound uh, from a wheel when driving, never good. Never no. good. Especially when continuously driving, we could have a wheel bearing that's, that's failing. Just, that was my first, if it's continuously this, going. Chirp, th- chirp, this chirp, is chirp, where chirp. Kevin loses a wheel, they're saying. So yes. This is what you're talking about, right? Well, you lose more than a wheel at that point. You lose a rotor, the, <laughs> everything. And if not, if it's a front one, it could you could lose your life if you're going fast enough when it comes apart. We have seen wheels. As a matter of fact, I, uh, me and Paul were making our rounds. We were heading from uh, our, the Miramar store over the Kearney Mesa store on Thursday, and there's a Honda alongside the a Honda Accord with a broken upper ball joint, or a broken lower ball joint, I'm sorry. Um, it's an upper strut on that, and the wheels flopped out. Somehow they got it to the side of the road on the freeway. I don't know. You know, Maybe it broke. Those tend to break a lot when you're slow motion and almost stopped. No, that's normally when they break, like especially backing out of a driveway or or pulling into it. Yeah, where it yeah. puts the ball joint on a canter and pulls on it, and it, yeah. yeah, it pulls it apart. Yeah, so uh, um, but it could be a dangerous thing. You look like you want to say something. Oh, I I remember the scariest noise for me was uh, I was trying to pass a sixteen wheeler on the fifty two, and he was in the second lane, so I had to go into the very fast lane, the third lane over, uh-huh. going up uh, whatever mountain that was, Mission Trails Mountain to the peak there. Okay. So I had to go into the shoulder a little bit, and I didn't see anything in the road. Next thing you know, my tire pops, and uh, like I, that's the loudest pop I've ever heard. Pulled over to the left side of the shoulder all uh-huh. the way, and I look over, and somebody, I guess, dropped a um, bungee cord on the highway and it got st- uh, stuck oh, in my car. Oh, right through the, that was unlucky. I know, yeah. Usually you run over them and it's not a problem. Yeah, so there's a huge dent in the rim and everything too. Oh of, no. Yeah, but it, Is it this was, recently? No. Uh, a few years ago. A few years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. So, 
uh, got it all fixed and everything. So, yep. yeah, never good. No, never good. No, to, yeah. uh, that would right. be my scariest noise, though, personally. So. That is a scary noise. You hear a tire blow. Well, that could be dangerous, too. That's hard to handle the vehicle and could create a, an accident. So in your case, it wasn't from lack of maintenance or anything. It was just from accidentally running over something that was in the road. Yep. Exactly. So that 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 is truly what they call an accident. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah, so, so all uh, you stick sixteen wheelers get in the slow lane. I don't care. Just stay in the slow lane. What's with the sixteen wheeler thing? Everybody used to say eighteen wheelers. Oh, so eighteen. I'm, sorry, I was like, I'm over here going. Eighteen. I know. Sixteen. He said he lost two wheels. I know. No. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm, they're right. Brendan doesn't know how many wheels go round and round on the truck, but I just, it's okay. There was a game when I was little that I would love to play at the arcade called 18-wheeler, I think it was, too, mm-hmm. where you had to deliver your load right, in right. a very fast, timely manner, too. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, so there are 18 wheels on a semi-truck. No, 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 but the way I make it sound, it sounds boring, but trust me, it was a very cool cool game. You had to go up like ramps and do stunts fall on the thing, which was very unrealistic. <laughs> In your semi-truck? Yes, it was very <laughs> unrealistic. Yeah, well, you know, games. <laughs> Not reality, but it's all fine. It's all good, right? Um, Yeah, so we're talking about noises and, and Brendan's fun playing an 18-wheeler game, so that's, that's the things we're talking about today, so we appreciate you joining us. Um, But... Uh, the first noise we were talking about, uh, wheels can separate after wheel bearing failure or, or things such as the ball joint on the Honda that I, we were discussing, uh, but it was alongside the road. Um, the problem with that is two things like this tend to damage other parts of the car. Like you said, uh, a ball joint breaks on that. There was probably noise from it previously, or the car hasn't been inspected thoroughly on a regular service because ball joints don't go that bad that quick. So it's a long period of time, right? Not normally, no. I, I have seen a couple just snap, though. Yeah, yeah, but but they they, they were worn out. Well, no, I, I think it was just the way they binded it across. They like, hit something, or I, like I seen somebody. <laughs> this happened pulling out of my driveway because there's a drainage ditch out of my driveway, uh-huh. and they had their wheels cut all the way. And when they went to go out of it, it actually snapped the tie rod in, dude. I mean, the hardened part of it, dude. It snapped and rocked. But I went. That back. is not normal. Something That's what I was, was saying. Wrong there. That's because the way that they binded the wheels. I don't think. In. I think that they, 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 their car was in disarray. <laughs> not not <laughs> things don't ball joints don't just break on cars. Dude, I've seen no. It wasn't. It was a tie rod. They in. don't break because you turn the steering wheel too hard either. But the, I've been driving a long time. I understand that. But you know what? If you'd seen where they, I've seen people do try to like. Yeah, some things are just not meant to be, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's too much stress on it. Kevin's making stuff up again. <laughs> no, but you're right. Some things are bad design, too. But um, if that was the case, then those cars would be breaking tie rod ins all the time. So something was up. It was probably worn and just right on the right amount of stress, and it came apart, right? I guess it could have been. That's but something like that. I don't remember being worn. I'm just saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so ball joints don't separate either without that. So that, that, that Honda that we were talking about... Uh, that I was uh, discussing um, is uh, one of those things that, uh, you know, somebody hasn't looked at the vehicle properly. It's had a lot of wear, probably hasn't had alignment forever because if you had the vehicle in for alignment yearly, like you're supposed to, we check all those things when we're doing alignment, right? Yes. Check ball joints, tie rod ends, uh, whatever it has to do with the front end suspension and steering. So we stay on top of that. So uh, it's a good idea to get looked at, but uh, well, even with the oil changes, it's a good idea to have somebody to run through it. Just, I mean, Qualified technician, uh, no, no question about that. Exactly, putting a good eye on the vehicle is worth a lot of money. Um, so a chirping or squeaking sound from a wheel area, um, a cyclical uh, chirping or squealing noise coming from the vicinity of wheel often indicates a wheel bearing or axle bearing that is failing. Usually, the noise will change with the speed of the vehicle, and it may come and go at various speeds and loads. The noise should be a. Uh, ign- not ignored because if the bearing fails, it may cause the wheel to. I've seen we've seen wheels seize, right? Bearing seize up. Yes, we've seen wheels come off. They just come apart, disintegrate. Yes. Um, and uh, don't confuse this noise with uh, scraping, groaning, or creaking noises that may be coming from the brakes. Um, you know, a lot of people I ask them. This we'll get into the brake thing here in a second, but uh, um, with your vehicle, uh, these issues, you need to uh, if you're hearing noises. Have it looked at for sure. How many times have you been standing in a parking lot when a car drops by and it goes chirp, chirp, chirp? You do, and I do this like this. 
because I know what you're listening to it. I know what it is, you know. So I'm like, hmm, that's a problem. So, do you have ever hear, hear cars drive through a parking lot and make a noise, Brendan? Constantly, and it annoys me. It's, <laughs> He's it's, annoyed. Yeah, the top three things that annoy me when it comes to people with uh, vehicles that I know they need maintenance is. Uh, smoke coming out of the exhaust because they need an oil change desperately. Mm-hmm. I want to pull them over to the side of the road back. I'll do it myself if you need me to. I don't freaking care. Just It, it annoys just looking at it. The squeaky <laughs> noise, obviously. But the number one thing is whenever I'm at a red light, and this is depending on what your situation is going through, but your brakes squeak. And I know it's either because, A, your brakes are dirty or it's wet or something like that. But it's still pet peeve of mine personally. So I got gotcha. you. Well, so typically when you have little brake squeaks that aren't important, it's moisture that gets into the brake pads in the morning. Exactly. There's nothing we – I'm just saying yeah. I don't know what your situation is. That's just a pet peeve But if it's mine. really loud, like coming to a stop like, beep, then you need to have your brakes looked at because mm-hmm. either – the quality of the pads or something like that's wrong. And and you're annoying Brandon and he doesn't like it folks. So <laughs> call the West automotive group. We'll get you in and get your noises taken care of. So Brandon is not, 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 not affected and upset. You know what? I don't think they even really use the metallic pads. Like, I mean, even the, because like, I mean like Volvo and stuff like that, they used to love to use the metallic pads. They don't, they've even gone on to ceramic. Haven't Everything's they? ceramic, but still when they get a little moisture in them, they can make noise first thing in the morning. So, uh, a clicking noise uh, that's, you know, so wheel separation, you're going to lose an axle, the bearing, and can be dangerous, obviously. We don't want any of that. Uh, a clicking uh, noise from a front wheel that is only heard when turning usually indicates a bad outer constant velocity joint. We're familiar with these, right? Click, 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 yep. click, click. We'll be talking more about the roller coaster ride here shortly. Anyway, folks, uh, uh, we're going to take our first break here real quick. We appreciate you listening to Auto Talk Radio here on The Answer, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM in North County. We'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us this morning here at Auto Talk Radio. Like I was saying earlier, July 2nd, man. Wonderful 4th of July weekend. I hope you're all getting ready to enjoy. They made the 4th of July on Monday this year. Yay! That way you get a three-day weekend. Awesome. Not us. Here we are on the radio. So, but that's well, okay. You get it. This isn't so you, bad, You get though. a two-and-a-half-day weekend. No. We only work for an hour on Saturday mornings. It's not a big deal. <laughs> right? I mean, what's an hour, Brendan? Oh, I'm sorry you had to get up and be here. If you raw, raw microphone. Yeah, I hit the raw microphone. <laughs> I was like, I can see his, I said, I can we, see his mouth. Brendan through the window, his mouth's I'm, moving, I'm but miming. nothing's coming out. No, uh, you can't mime on radio. It doesn't work. No, I was well, going to say. you give it a try, but I don't think it's going to work. No. I, I was going to say, an hour with you guys flies by so fast, and it's really fun to be with you guys every Saturday. I, so, you I, know what? I, I have was no going to say something. That's like somebody likes to be with us on Saturday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, uh, I'm sure there's plenty of folks to get up and listen. Otherwise, they wouldn't allow us to keep doing this. So, uh, good stuff. Uh, so, we were talking in the last segment about metallic brakes versus um, ceramic brakes. Uh-huh. Are yep. there any positives for metallic brakes anymore these days or no, in all honesty? Actually, you know what? If you surface the rotors right and, and you run a good metallic pad, they didn't have a lot of problems. But it just depended. Like, BMW was big on them, too. Yeah. And and you know what they used to have this stuff that you would like wipe on the pads it would actually melt into the into the pads and and, and it actually helped them so they wouldn't make noise. Well, the reason why pet, metallic pads make noise mainly is because you get little pits in them and those little pits uh, emit noise when when breaking and stuff. So that's that's where that used to come from. So they made stuff you could put on them to prevent that. But they also did they were pretty good braking quality. You know, as far and they as they lasted. Goes, they lasted a long time, but they do eat up rotors. Yeah. So do the ceramic ones. Though. That's oh, ceramics are no different. I was going to say, are, uh, are semi-metallic ones also the same way? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Metallic, semi-metallic, they just means the, the, the level little... of metal content in them. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Um, but talking about brakes, I mean, while we're on brakes here real quick and the importance of them, uh, uh, I do a bunch of stuff uh, we do for Pure Forge. 
Um, we've talked about them before. They they give a their rotors have a two hundred thousand mile guarantee. Oh, so that, so then uh, the warranty lasts for you for quite a while. The brake pads don't wear that long that much either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. well, yeah, two five years or two hundred thousand miles they guarantee the rotors for. The pads do wear out, but you like I put them on my F one fifty. I used to have to put pads on every thirty five thousand. That's normal. A lot of vehicles thirty to forty thousand miles on some vehicles. Um, I put those on and uh, drove another 180,000 miles and never put pads. I had to put pads on. I kept checking them. They were in great shape. So, so best recommended ones for sure. Well, uh, they go with them. Pure Forge has their own pads and rotors. So, But uh, amazing stuff. I We love them. Every time we buy a new shuttle, one of the Kias, when we put brakes on the first time, we yank all the rotors and pads off and put Pure Forge on it. That way, uh, we're never the car's never down for brakes. Well, that car's horrible on brakes because it, all it is is city driving. Yeah. The, oh, the Kia is? Yeah, well, well you the got ones past, we use. No, yeah. And, well, have, it makes sense about the city driving because, again, you guys don't have to travel that far to get well, you go like, people like, all over. Yeah, exactly, and, you got, and, the, and the thing's always full of people. So, I mean, it's always say that because it is a Kia Soul, so it's always loaded when you put four people in it, right? Yep, yep. yep. And then you're going light to light to light to light. So, yeah, it is horrible on brakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we put pure forges on it last forever. So, if you want to know more about that, you can give us a shout at shout at westautomotivegroup.com and uh we can get you a uh estimate for putting pure forges on they work good for fleets and everything else a really great company right out of poway here southern california company um doing some amazing things when it comes to brake rotors and pads and stuff so all right folks uh i do also want to remind you uh auto talk radio is brought to you by the west automotive group which consists of uh west escondido automotive and transmission up at 2200 auto parkway in escondido AAA approved and star certified for the state of California for smog up there for almost 30 years, taking care of folks in North County, along with West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission uh, out there in East County at 844 North Johnson Avenue. AAA approved, taking care of folks out there in East County for uh, nine years. So we're trucking right along here. And, of course, then there's West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, right in central San Diego over there. Uh, AAA approved and smog, smog certified, taking care of folks for over uh, five years there uh, in uh, in uh, uh, central San Diego. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, uh, 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks uh, in the Golden Triangle right here for over three years. All of uh, the West Automotive Group employees and myself come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason, and uh, that is we truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of the people. Very important to us. Stop in to have your vehicle service repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Get one of our cards. Ask one of my managers or, serv- or your service consultants uh, when helping you out there at the West Automotive Group about uh, getting a West Automotive Group card that you can use with six months, no interest, anytime you need service or repair. Very important. On approved credit, of course. Uh, also take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem, get your vehicle into us and have us take a look at it for you and get it figured out, uh, and we'll go f- go from there. But we need to uh, definitely... Uh, um, look at your vehicle and get her straightened out for you. We see all too many vehicles come in that uh, have been diagnosed with a transmission problem that's not even a transmission problem. So we also offer free shuttle rides to or from work or home and low-cost rental vehicles at all four locations. You can jump on West Automotive Group and follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We send out little tips, good stuff. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also see all about us, make appointments, grab phone numbers for your favorite location of the West Automotive Group, etc. And uh, you can give us a call or make an appointment right there or see all about us. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also, through westautomotivegroup.com, click on the Automan segments or Auto Talk Radio. We're the Automan where I'm the Automan for the CW and Fox 5 News every week. And also, uh, Auto Talk Radio, which you're listening to now, you can just click on there. All the podcasts are put there. If you would like to uh, take a podcast on the run with you, can grab from, uh, they're available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, and tune in. All you have to do is punch in 1170 AM San Diego, and it'll bring up uh, Grab Auto Talk Radio, and you can download your favorite shows, all of that. So uh, once again, uh, for everything, all you got to do is go to West Automotive Group. Dot com. All right, so we're talking about a couple different things, right? <clears throat> yep. Let's see here. What great noises can we discuss? Uh, brake pads completely worn out. Well, so we had talked about squeaking and, and, and minor holes like that, or not holes, but little pits that make noise out of brakes, things like that. Um, 
but uh, brakes do wear wear out, right? Yes. Um, some brakes have indi- what we call indicators on them, right? It's a little metal sensor. tab. I call them sensors. Sensors yeah. or indicators, whatever. And when they that thing touches, it doesn't make noise when applying the brakes. Normally, it does it when you don't have your foot on the brake. Just driving through the parking lot, it's going wee 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 wee. And when that's you because hear the rotor's warped. <laughs> well, not only that, it's or, or that little tab is just touching at certain spots yep. where the, where the, where it comes to a high spot, the rotor. And it barely touches, but it's just a little tab of metal, so it makes this annoying noise. That's what the noise is supposed to make, though. So it's supposed to, to tell to go, hey. you to get your brakes replaced. Exactly. So I totally agree. So the metallic or a scraping or grinding noise when braking, that's bad. You get a. What's that mean? That, that was a great noise, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, normally you don't have no brake pads left. <laughs> now it's metal to metal. <laughs> it, it, it could be a problem, right? It went past that squeak. Squeak, squeak noise. It went past the squeak, squeak noise. Now it went to the yes. noise. Anyway, metal scraping or grinding noise when braking. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, brakes sometimes make growling or creaking noise when the pads are damp, as we discussed, or some uh, small pits in them can cause noises. But uh, uh, particularly semi-metallic pads are the ones that uh, tend to, with moisture, have an issue. Uh, may squeal or squeak when they are cold, but as a rule, the brakes should be relatively quiet. When they are applied, if you hear metallic scraping or grinding noise when braking, probably means your brake pads are worn out and your vehicle needs a brake job now. That can be, uh, how dangerous is that if you keep driving on a grinding metal-to-metal brakes? That's we, like really dangerous. Well, you, usually it'll spit the brake pad out eventually, right? Yes. And when it does that, then what happens? Um, that Sometimes the piston fails on a caliper and, and all of a sudden you have no brakes. Yeah, because your foot's at the floor because it blew the piston out and all the fluid ran out. Exactly. Never, never a great, never good scenario when it comes to uh, well, brakes. Even if it's metal to metal, it's not safe because it's not going to stop. It just, if you've ever felt a car. Not that, well. Well, yeah, that's my point. It doesn't, it doesn't, it, it's not like the fiber on the metal that's supposed to stop it. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it, it, it stop it properly with good stopping distance. There that, you go. Quite, you just kind of, sh- you'll go right through the light. <laughs> Ooh, never good. No. I don't want to be doing that. And Kevin's making a good point that uh, um, as far as with those, that the, the braking quality is diminished when you go metal to metal. Uh, but also, like, it can get dangerous, like we were talking about. You, the metal pad eats enough metal off the rotor, and the, there's enough distance allowing the piston to travel. It, it it travels past its working area, and then it pops out. You lose all the brake fluid. You lose your brake pedal. Brake pedal goes to the floor. Car won't stop at all. You would definitely go through a light then. Exactly. Yeah. Sailing through quickly. So I, I love getting going and you want a car to run right, but you also want the bad boy to stop when you want it to, right? Yes. Very important. So anyway, uh, uh, don't delay because with worn brakes, uh, you may not be able to stop the vehicle at a safe distance. In fact, if the brakes are that badly worn, there's a risk of the friction material that's left on the pads may separate from the backing plate. Uh, that is true too. So without looking at brake pads regularly, you know when they get thin and they're bonded, well, when they get really thin, that glue that bonds them to the metal part of the brake pad heats up and, and the pad can do what we call shear, which the pad, the friction material actually flies off and it goes metal to metal, boom, in an instant, right? Because after the glue gets heated so much, it, it, it like dissolves. Well, yeah, it delaminates or, or, and yeah. comes apart, yeah. Yeah, when it overheats it, it and burns stuff. it up or whatever you want to, however you want to. And it gets it. extremely hot when that friction material is very thin at the very end, right? Because it can't dissipate the heat at that point. You got it. That's why most brake pads have like uh, grooves cut in the pads, anyways, because that way it lets the heat escape through them grooves. And once you're to that point, there's no grooves left, anyways. That's so it's- true. And metal to metal contact on a rotor, usually you ruin a rotor too. So now the price just went up. Whereas it, uh, on the brake job, whereas if it was actually um, prior, you know, when you caught it, then it wouldn't be such a big thing because what you would end up doing uh, is possibly saving the rotor and resurfacing them if there's enough material on them. Once you go metal to metal, there's usually not enough material to clean that up, is there? No. So it don't take it long either because the metal to metal always love, eats the rotor up. Yeah, like, and I always love when we get a car that comes in that somebody's just slapped brake pads on a car that went metal to metal and the rotors look destroyed and it chews up the new brake pads like crazy, right? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't do very good at all. So. Um, one of those things for sure. One of those things for sure that's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, the next thing on our list, man, is engine overheating. Now, this one can get real expensive, and we've talked about it several times. But we're going to take our last break here real quick. 
uh, here at Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. We're going to take our last break, and we'll be right back after these messages. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. Uh, folks, thanks for joining us on this July 2nd. Like I said, July 4th is Monday. Uh, you know, looking good, huh? Are you ready for July 4th, Kevin? Oh, of course. Fireworks and hot dogs. That's a, actually July 4th is one of the greatest holidays. It's warm. It's in the summertime. You get the great food like hamburgers, hot dogs, steak, if you want to, whatever you want to grill out, right? Bratwurst. <laughs> it's a drink. If you're a weirdo, I guess, bratwurst, sure. Yeah. But. Whoa. You don't like brat because yeah, I don't I, like bratwurst. Oh, I do like bratwurst. Oh, yeah, you like bratwurst. I do. What is wrong with you? I know I'm un American. I guess for not well, there's bratwurst. so many, so many <laughs> things German wrong. Dish. That, well, the weird thing about it is, 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 is it, it was so cheap for them to make when you know, like because you know the Polish people, the German people, whenever they got over here, that that was just their. I mean, because that was the leftovers of everything almost. Uh. Okay. So and then they you know just put it in a skin wrap it around. What do you think the hot dog is, dude? It's like one of the best things in the world, though, and it it it, it it's pretty much all the leftovers. It's true. It's true. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Well, it depends on the quality of hot dogs you buy. Let's be honest with each other. Okay, but you can't buy crappy ones neither. I mean, you got to buy somebody knows how to make a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, so but those aren't all the leftover stuff. Some of them are made with prime meat. I mean, you buy a quality hot dog, you know? I think also you have to keep in consideration charcoal grills, propane grills, that sort of thing. Because obviously a charcoal grilled hot dog tastes significantly different than a propane grill or any other way, too. So so you're one of those people that has to have uh, charcoal? Uh, For some meats, yes. Otherwise, I like propane because it's quick and easy. That's gotcha. Just that makes sense. I get. You. I don't. I don't want to sound like Hank Hill over here. You know. With I gotta propane. tell you. Yeah. Don't go down. The, don't go down to the Oktoberfest in La Mesa and say you don't like that neither, dude. Because oh, that's pretty much yeah, all they're I, cooking I down there, I dude. Get the you know what out of me. Beat up. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of those things, for sure. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's a great holiday. That's all I can say about it. You can have your drinks. You can sit by the pool, the ocean, wherever. You can watch fireworks when it gets dark. Fun stuff, right? And you right, can I have a it. hot dog instead of a brat to make you happy. Yeah. So I, I know I, my favorite tradition every year when I was living up in Washington was I shot fireworks in the cul-de-sac. Oh, no, I can't you? do that here in California. Yeah, you'll catch the place on fire and then you'll be in trouble. We don't want that now, do we? Especially things are looking a little brown around here right now. <laughs> you think? Yeah, well, I wonder why. So, no, I was just looking. I was actually, while you guys were chatting, I was looking for, I saw a, a very interesting article that I read, um, and it was uh, put up out by an investor, um, which I found very interesting because I've been noticing on the news, like, they keep blaming all the oil companies, like, the oil companies are making all this money, and the oil companies are doing this, and the oil companies are, are getting rich on, well, an investment, I was looking, Exxon uh, last year made $23 billion. But in 2012, they made 44 billion. So they're really not making a bunch of extra money. So um, it's actually costing them more because we don't have we're not pipelining it in. We have to buy it. Well, not only that, but they also are investing in 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 getting fuel and refining fuel. They're they're spending a lot of money to to try. You know. So my point was in 2021 they made 23 billion. Uh, back in the 2012, they made like 45 billion dollars. So, you know, almost. So that that's a big difference in money. So they're not making more money. They're making less money. Yes. So stop blaming the fuel companies. That's all I'm going to say. I think they're working hard. They would like to sell more gas. They would like to make more money. Trust me. But they're not the reason that the fuel is $6 a gallon. Well, as of today, it's probably 7 now. If I went and looked, or eight, who knows by now? Well, uh, all I know is you can't. <laughs> if, I, I, I'm, if I'm gasoline's left- only a buck fifty a gallon. You can't sell electric cars that way. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, one of those things for sure. Um, yeah, just good stuff. Anyway, I just just thought about that. So anyway, as we were discussing um, the fuel cost in that, it's uh, just quite expensive. 
right now. But it's a complicated situation, it in is. my opinion, still. like. Oh, I don't think there's an easy, simple answer. But no. what I'm saying, you can't blame the fuel companies for all this. That's oh, all yes, I'm saying. Yes, they're not the number Which one. Which has been a lot of finger pointing at them. And I've heard people say, like, well, the fuel, if you, you know, if, if they weren't making so much money, well, they're making less money than they were. Yeah. So you can't keep blaming them for all this. Right. There's, But you are right. It's a complicated situation. I just wanted to put that out there because reading this came across and obviously has to do with cars and driving and all the stuff we're doing. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's why we're talking about it. And it's just not all their fault. They're not making a bunch more money. So I agree with you, though. It is a complicated situation. There's a lot involved in it. and uh, um, But you you can't blame them. That's no. all I was trying to say. Just, just wait it out another, I don't know, two years. Hopefully the gas price will go down eventually. Hopefully. Yeah, we're I'm waiting for going. you all to buy electric cars and the fuel will go down. <laughs> Well, then you're going to crash. Yeah, I'll just wait for my uh, electric grid to shut down everything again. That's exactly what's going to happen. And yeah. they just actually just uh, had, we just had a, a, a grid stuff that they shut down the other day because of uh, it was warm out. And I don't know what SDG&E was doing. But anyway, I got noticed that uh, high demand rate, we're shutting down. The, well, what's like, going to happen when we're all charging our cars and running our air conditioners? Well, that's the we and we've talked about this in several shows. The infrastructure doesn't is not set up for electric all electric cars. It's going to overburden it. They need to do something. So, are are they going to fix it? I don't know. It's hard to say. So, one of those things. You tell me. What's your answer? How are you fixing this, Kevin? It's all up to you. <laughs> I, he just laughs. He's like, well, I, I got an answer it. here, but I don't think I don't think everybody's ready to hear it. That's <laughs> like no, not yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think see, this is where we're crossing from talking about cars going into politics, and I'm like, do I no, really want no, to open not, my mouth right now? Yeah, no, no, we're not, not, no. I'm just stating that that the the infrastructure, as we've discussed, uh, the electrical grid, and that cannot handle everybody having an electric car. My my personal opinion is let's just get rid of the electric car policy in general. I think it's a nice idea, but we're not ready for it yet. Uh, you have to have things established, I think, in order to implement policies. So as soon as you get a better electric grid, then you can start implementing well, that policy. Well, well, that's funny you bring that up. See, in normal world, whenever we design and develop something like in 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 the the private world or you know even the companies that are publicly traded, they design the infrastructure for it. Then they design the thing, right? That's what they do. So um, on anything else, well, the infrastructure is is obviously a humongous thing when it comes to a, the electrical grid, right? Um, so, but like most politicians, and not to get political, they put the cart in front of the horse, so they want to make rules about you got to have all these electric cars before we design the infrastructure. Well, it's not it. a big deal just reconstructing our, our, our you know, SDG need reconstructing the grid, right? I mean... It's that was a, a joke, by big the way. deal, and somebody's got it. Well, the <laughs> other part is somebody's got to pay for sarcasm. it. Well, and that's another thing, kind of like oil companies, you know, SDG&E and them. People blame them for a lot, but, you know, they're all regulated to what they can make. They don't make a whole th- – I mean, I mean, they make a lot of money, and their shareholders get money, right? But they don't – I mean, they're not killing the world, and there's not a bunch of money left to redo the entire electrical infrastructure, from for them so and i guarantee you that's who's back they're going to throw it on but let's let's slide on out of that because this is going to get crazy here in a minute that's That's why i'm like brandon's going to start yelling and screaming (laughs) anyway my only point to this is drive an electric car it's going to be interesting (laughs) to watch this fully unfold when we get to the mandate of you can't sell any more gas or diesel powered cars right so that's coming right i mean we we're we're just over 10 years away from it 2035 right that's when the that's when they're your, trying to your fearless <laughs> california leader uh, came up with the what well, again we're not getting political that here. wasn't pl- political he he that's the rule he made it right so he's yeah. our he's our california leader and he came up with this idea am i correct yep so yeah, they thir- signed it in 2035 so we're 13 years away from that pretty much yeah and i don't see the grid sdg and e grid being no. ready ready for that i mean I, I, no but this is kind of political you're right so except for the fact that it's the truth it's not ready. So, and even Brendan agrees with me on this one. But uh, we're going to move on to our, our car noises. I do want to remind folks, though, real quick, that uh, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by Interstate Battery, a battery for every need. How fitting to do a battery commercial right behind talking about electric cars. So, uh, um, they are the highest quality batteries out there. There's no question about it. We do not stock nor sell any other line of battery at the West Automotive Group for one simple reason Interstate Batteries are the technician 
rated number one battery worldwide for automotive uses. So if you need a battery, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, get an appointment, get your car, truck, vehicle in, and get a battery installed for you, an interstate battery. If you need a battery for any other need, check them out at their storefronts at 9345 Cabot Drive in Miramar or in La Mesa at 70th and University. Interstate battery, a battery for every need. Okay, so cool stuff we're talking about today. Uh, car noises. This is good stuff. And uh, we're into the overheating phase. Ooh, never good, is it? It's never good. Anything overheats. <laughs> no, de- definitely not. So uh, if you hear a hissing sound from the engine compartment while driving or after turning the engine off, it may mean your engine is overheated or you're leaking coolant from the cooling system. Well, you coolant, if it's leaking, a lot of times you'll see it on the ground. But if it's a small leak, especially with today's hybrid coolants, they they and you know what I'm talking about. Most people don't. But uh, so if you put a car up that's been leaking from a hybrid cooling system, uh-huh. it solidifies, right? Yes. Especially Toyota coolant is great for this. It makes stalagmites. Because only enough skinning out is a mist. Well, yeah, or it's a dribble and it on a hot engine is when it's leaking and it turns and calcifies. And you get these long hanging things that actually look like stalagmites, right? We've seen them before. Because it's not dripping fast enough to actually flow out. It's it's, well, it's, it's drying hot. before so it... It does, exactly. So it vaporizes is a better thing to say. But it go. leads the deposits, the chemicals from it behind and starts to form this long looking stalagmite kind of thing so uh you may not see coolant on the ground like you used to in the old days unless you get a pretty substantial substantial leak then you will see coolant on the ground right um as far as that goes uh um but a hissing can be just a relieving pressure through through a, a small leak and spraying on something etc and you may not see it on the ground uh leaking coolant for the cooling system uh Watch your temperature gauge and warning lights. You don't want to be driving a vehicle that overheats. What it, What is it we say? Every every mile is $1,000 worth of damage that you drive a vehicle that's overheating in the red. I would think more, me personally, because I, I think you could do a whole serious lot of problems in just... Or every minute's a and, thousand and just, miles or something. In just a couple seconds, I think you could do a whole lot of damage in my mind. Because, I mean, honestly, you get you, if you overheat that thing hard enough, I mean, okay, so you just blew the head gasket, you're still driving... Um, well, you can seize it if you go far enough. Well, that's my thing, because the hotter it gets, the more the piston's going to expand too much for the cylinder wall. I mean, where else are we going to go on this? Have you know we I mean? ever seen an engine that, that doesn't sub- have substantial damage that people say, well, I'd rove it until it quit running when it's overheating? That's hot. Yeah. That means the pistons got so hot that they couldn't go up and down in the cylinders, uh, and, and they stopped. Yep. That's hot. That's well, you, never good. And you know that the rod bearings are really tight on the crank at that point. You know, I mean, well, the good everything. thing at least about bearings is they're still getting oil to them, right? But everything's getting hot. There's no question about it. Even if it's getting oil to it, still, it's it's expand. I mean, they're supposed to have, you know, like the the, the three thousands, you know, max of uh, play yeah. in it, so that the oil can actually flow through there. Well, if you squeeze it down to the, that's gone. Well, it can't get oil in there. Expanding. It definitely is bad wear and tear on the motor. There's no question in my mind about that. So not good stuff at all. So let's keep an eye on that cooling system. You know, and what do you do for a cooling system? Well, as we recommend with the hybrid coolants and and the extended life coolants, three years, 50,000 miles to replace them. But uh, doing that reduces the corrosive uh, uh, tendencies inside the cooling system, et cetera. Um, But... uh, you want to be careful if you think it, we've talked about this too before. You you got burned one time really bad by a radiator cap coming apart. Yep. It was making noise. You touched it and it blew apart, right? Uh, if I remember right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I, know. I know. But uh, yeah, because you got yeah. coolant is extremely hot. I'm talking 250, 260 degrees, way past boiling. Uh, you let it out of a closed system. The reason we pressurize the system is to raise the boiling point. Yes. So, so it's it's past it, but. It's not boiling it's, yet. No, not in there. But when you open it up, it is. Oh, yeah. It comes out furious. <laughs> furious. The coolant is furious. But uh, that is true. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, when you do that, if you release it and it, it there is no leaks in the system, it's going to be under pressure and you will get burned and it's a bad thing. So, uh, we do not open a radiator or coolant reservoir cap until an engine's cooled down to uh, um, to outside temperature versus uh, actually operating temperature. Uh, just be careful. Uh, but we also need to keep a good eye on uh, heater hoses and, and radiator hoses and replace the thermostat regularly when you do a coolant exchange. And these items to keep the cooling system in great working order because doing so um, 
you will extend the life of your vehicle and prevent costly repairs, right? Yes. A hose blowing out usually is an instantaneous uh, 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 situation without question, and it can cause uh, failures, but the re- uh, expensive failures of the head gas stuff like that that you were stating. But the reason uh, um, that it's so important to check those hoses and all that is you can prevent that. Because hoses start to show wear. They get spongy or they get harder. They crunkle. If you grab an upper radiator hose and you squeeze it and it crackles, the inside's coming apart, right? Or they can get soft and collapse on you. They can do that too. Yeah, there's all kinds of things they can do. Uh, typically, uh, when a cooling system cools down, if you ever open the hood and the cooling system's cooled down and the, ra- and the hoses are flat, why is that? It's that, collapsing. Well, it's because the radiator cap's not not doing its job when it cools down to right. yeah, reduce and relieve uh because the pressure turns into a negative, then it becomes a vacuum. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's time for a radiator cap replacement for sure. So, not doing its job. Uh, adding coolant to a leaking cooling system won't accomplish much. Uh, may get you to where you need to be, but keep a good eye on it and get it checked out and repaired as soon as uh, uh, possible. Do not add cooling system uh, uh sealers into your cooling system it just causes problems in the long run and it's a terrible idea normally it'll clot somewhere and it normally clots in the in the uh radiator yeah because normally when people add that stuff they don't do it right i mean technically it's a very hard job to put that stuff in there anyways <laughs> so it's got to be at the well top. you got to follow the directions and it usually it, most people yeah it yeah. doesn't work out you ended up it's so now you got to fix a coolant leak Plus, you also have to replace your radiator and try to get that stuff out of the block because it's still in there yep. and it's not good. So, uh, Engine noises, valve train noises. This is where we're going to talk about a little bit of oil and oil pressure things. So vehicle overheats, making engine noises. These are probably uh, uh, good places to, to stop your vehicle. You know, Get to a safe spot as quickly as possible and uh, get the vehicle turned off. Get it looked at by a, a qualified technician to make sure that uh, whatever is wrong is getting taken care of. Uh, or you're not doing more damage to the vehicle because uh, uh, um, very important to uh, save yourself money and, and not uh, um, continue to operate a vehicle that's having a major failure. So valve train or engine noise. Engines can produce a lot of noises, but a metallic tapping or clicking sound means your engine may be low on oil. That's a big no-no. I tell folks, you need to check your oil regularly, right? Yes. Running a car out of oil is... Uh, can do extensive damage just like overheating a car uh clicking noises can be from the valve train uh, the reason valve trains make clicking noise when the car's low on oil is that valve train the upper end is the last to be lubricated so the crankshaft and all that gets lubricated first so lifters collapse etc or followers whatever you have in a specific motor or tappets if they run cam followers etc they they start making noise when they have no lubrication and it's not a pretty noise and it causes a lot of damage um if oil pressure is low because of low oil level in the crankcase or a problem with the oil pump, the hydraulic lifters that open and close the valves may collapse, creating an increase in what we call valve lash, which therefore makes noise. Uh, that's the clicking noise you hear when you're having this problem. Uh, stop the engine, let it set a second, and check the oil. Uh, reason we say let it set a second, uh, all oil runs down into the crankcase, and that's how you get an accurate level, right? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Common sense, I know for us, but uh, if you don't do it a lot, then uh, something you need to know Uh, uh, comes from a lot of that kind of noise comes from the vicinity of valve covers when low on oil, etc. And just don't overfill the oil either. What happens if you overfill engine oil? And then you float the valves, basically. Well, not well. Well, I mean, you do because now you got oil running through your down it'll actually run back through the valve guys well, you can do, it can go down through there um it, it, it can go past the valve stem seals etc if you put too much oil on but more more than not it foams in the crankcase and you can drop oil pressure that way because all the oil's foaming and the oil pumps having trouble picking it's aerating. well yeah because now even if it does pump it through there it's it's half air and half oil correct it's not lubricating well so that that can be a problem for sure um I was thinking the overfull because I've seen people actually. Oh, you fill mean their- where you actually fill it all the way up to? <laughs> I've seen people take the cap off and fill it up. Put a case of oil. oil. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's enough oil in it. Well, everything's well lubricated at that point. And then they can't figure out why it won't start it in won't, hydraulics. It won't run that way. No. So uh, make sure you set the oil at the proper oil level, uh, as far as that goes. And if you have leaks and things, let's get them taken care of so you're not dealing with these issues. Um, a deep metallic wrapping noise can be caused by. 
bad main bearing, rod bearing, etc. Uh, that is not a noise you want to hear. Uh, clattering that only occurs when accelerating and driving uh, or pulling a load kind of issues. Uh, internal detonation, which is not oil related, but can be gasoline related quality of or uh, um, other issues, you know, as far as that goes. Uh, uh, build up a carbon and combustion chambers, low octane fuel, engine overheating can cause a pre-detonation also. Uh, EGR system is not working properly because, believe it or not, exhaust gas recirculation actually cools the combustion chamber. So important things. To advance ignition timing, defective knock sensors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Things that can cause issues without question. And really, man, the show's flown by today, but the last one that we have for you is exhaust noises. Uh, these days, you may know what those are because we've seen a lot of catalytic converters stolen. You start up your car right. and it sounds like NASCAR and you're on the you're on the racetrack. It's extremely loud. Uh, you might have just lost a catalytic converter. Not not a good thing. We're seeing a lot. Of, we're seeing a lot on fleet vehicles. I don't know how these people get underneath these vehicles and get these cats off so quickly. Well, because normally fleet vehicles <laughs> are all parked together in a parking lot somewhere. That's so true. that's true. So we've seen a lot of uh, our clients come in uh, with missing cats, and uh, we try to talk them into doing things a lot of times to help prevent that, like the cat cables or or cat shields, depending on the type of car and stuff. So which helps prevent. Uh, uh, further theft um, we're trying to reduce that without question um, so one of those things uh, exhaust noises need to get them checked out uh, exhaust noises up by the engine or exhaust leaks can leak into the passenger compartment and therefore causing issues such as uh, uh, CO, breathing issues <laughs> yeah well carbon monoxide and it's it only a small ability concentrate can change your driving make you fall asleep while driving doing things like that yep so we want to make sure that's not 100 800 parts per million can cause dizziness headaches nausea if you have exhaust system leaks let's get them taken care of for sure all right folks man i tell you what the time has just flown by uh we truly appreciate you joining us this morning everybody out there have an amazing july 4th weekend and holiday be safe we want to talk to you back next saturday when you uh tune into us uh so enjoy your families have a great weekend uh, and uh, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Until then, this has been Auto Talk Radio on The Answer San Diego, 1170 AM and 96.1 FM. We'll catch you next Saturday. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.